Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Parwick. Unfortunately, I have some bad news, uh, folks. Um, apparently, uh, Vlad Wharton didn't stump up the cash for uh, Sam Kegovich either, so he's up and left the country, and uh, unfortunately, there's no show tonight. Oh, Hold it, Russ, I'll get him. Avoid the 11th hour disaster. I've got the money, mate. <laughs> We've got the money. It's all back on. We're back it's on. It's back That's on. That's great. Oh, negotiation. <laughs> oh, God, I love this captain. I seriously love my show. Just shows you what you can do when you get the right Jack. mediators. Mickey Gatto, got it. we got the money and everything. Exactly. Mickey Gatto promotion. Mate, I thought you were out of the... I thought you were oh. Uh, tonight on, on the show, the Rugby League Cup is about to get going. Sugar Shane is gone. Oh, the okay. FFA is going to finally hire an Aussie. And the Wallabies can't wait to go somewhere else. Oh, plus we talk of plenty of footy with Mike Cockrell. And we play something or nothing. And it's all brought to you, of course, by our good mates. Sportingbet.com.au But first, the much-hyped Anthony Mundine and Sugar Shane Mosley fight appears to be off for the time being after Mosley pulled a pin due to money not being forthcoming, unlike... Kekka. The word is it's only postponed, but postponed, forfeited, abandoned. Let's just call the whole thing off. Like well, it's said. another stain on boxing, is it, unfortunately? Yeah, we but had then... him here last week. It, I mean, well, we had him. He hey, was, was cock-a-hoop. Me... He, he had his mojo. He was looking forward to it. But somewhere along the line, some of those contractual arrangements didn't quite materialise. Well, obviously, that the big one is the funding. You hear stories of very poor ticket sales, very poor uh, main event sales, which is all... You hear them all the time, though. But we've so, never had a walkout. No, but by the same token, some of those stories were horrific. And plus the fact that he'd only got a, uh, a modicum or a very small amount of his loot up front. Petty cash. I think he got a bit cold feet and he thought, well, I'd better get a larger lump of this just before we actually get into the ring. But when you look at the people I involved in this fight, their reputations are without question. Well, Vlad, Vlad Wharton, yeah, Anthony Mundine, Coda's probably Coda's in there. Some, yeah, these are something. people that have never, ever duped anyone in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would make him feel well, like insecure? It. And more importantly, what really infuriated, what surprised I mean, me... boxing. How does he get all the data on all these people? <laughs> I thought there's an FOI situation here. Shouldn't they have to, you know, ACCC get involved or oh, something? Well, I thought there'd be some form of guarantees, but obviously not. He took it upon himself. But anyhow, we've averted the very worst. Rugby League World Cup is about to get underway this week. NRL players dominate the teams with anyone who's great uncle or third cousin from another country making you eligible to play. Can you get excited about Kekovic, this? who would you be playing for? I'd be playing for oh, the Balkan region the somewhere, Balkans, aren't you? Yeah, We'd be throwing some of you around, but I don't know whether you'd want to hold on to it. It wouldn't be a prestigious. <laughs> um, look, I'm not as excited uh, as I probably no, was in the past, but look, I understand that Rugby League is trying. And... Yeah. I see that they've appointed some people here in the NRL to, you know, raise the bar a bit. It's getting there. And you have to get Minicello playing for Italy and you have to get this guy playing for another team. Because if you don't, it'll just be Australia, New Zealand and Great Britain. At least we're going to have this second team philosophy, which is like the Rugby Union World Cup. From that... And who would have thought that, you know, Samoa would have got to the quarterfinals in one of the Rugby Union World Cups or one of those sorts of things. Did they? So, yeah, of course they did. Did they? It might have been made so, Samoa, yeah. No, but I, look, I agree. I'd drop your lid. The heavier go. And the notion of them being playing for their own nationality, I think, uh, or their own ethnic... Well, the reach... Italians beat uh, England the other day in a practice game. That might say something. Yeah, I think the Italians... Can you imagine if Minicello was playing for hypothetically... Minicellos. Or Minicellos, playing for, say, hypothetically, let me think off the top of my head, somewhere in Sicily. Yeah. You can imagine they'd have a truce there. The mafia I'm would still... say, ah, 
Später momento oggi, we got the rugby league today. Today we break a bread and then after we go matcha matcha. Why isn't E.T. playing for... Remember E.T. was going to be our household name in China? That was the Super League. Yeah, that was another one, yeah. The saga surrounding who will coach Parramatta next year is finally over. Brad Arthur gets the gig, former coach Daniel Anderson to be director of football, but... At one stage, Jason Taylor he thought he had the job. He actually did a TV interview in-house for the mm. Eels to be distributed to everyone else. Then the board did the backflip. Uh, apparently also Brian Smith was told he was going to get the... Anyway, it could only happen at one club. Well, this is just another extension of, you know, how, dis how dysfunctional and uh, how totally, you know... Uh, Bereft of leadership totally Parramatta is. They have been for some years now. But Ever since the Kaiser that, left... They've, Whether they've, you liked him or not, the Kaiser kept the, the, kept the thing fairly tightened together. There was some leadership. Yeah. But now there are boards changing every second day. Appointments are being made. You know, quality people are leaving, which gives you a fair indicator I've got to something's say that, wrong. Something's wrong. But if the CEO, whose job is to pick the right people for the football club, gets overruled, well, that's silly. At least the CEO's got his man. So he now is saying, well, I've got my man, I'm going to support him. The rest of you just do your jobs as board members and support whatever I do. Well, I reckon they've got a pretty good fit there. I reckon the guys that they've appointed and in fact with Daniel Anderson there, I reckon why Anderson ever left, I've got no idea. Got him to a grand final. But I reckon the mix there is fairly right. Coming from a very successful environment, I think he may mean, yeah. be able to bring that and that it's may... new blood. You've, may... you've got to have some new blood. I feel for Jason Taylor, who's a good mm. mate of ours, of course, but, yep. uh, you know, these things happen. The new Socceroos coach is the biggest talking point in the land right now. The FFA have confirmed they will appoint an Australian coach. Are they on the right track? Yes. Finally, I think they are. Finally, they are. And I don't care whether it's... Uh, we're going to talk to Mike Well, Cockle, the three obvious. Ant Postacoglu, Tony Popovich, Graham, Graham Arnold. Appoint them all. I don't care. But one of the three is going to do a grand job. And the other thing is one of the three is going to bring to the Socceroos what we have lacked, which is a little bit of pride in the you-know-what. Oh, look, I, yeah, that's being a bit harsh. I think there's always been pride. Well, I don't think... I think you've got to be very careful. I think you've got to be very careful. brought it to the table. I think you've got to be very careful, Russ. You're saying you point the whole three. We've no, got a I very successful domestic competition now. Yeah. We certainly don't want to erode that fabric. We want to retain and maintain that by the same token, the three quality candidates obviously have all got positions in pick? the A-League. Well, I'm not so sure. Look, Ange Postacoglu's... If you listen to people that know, he's well, going to stand out. You talked about Popovich, who's had an overseas career with Crystal Palace. They can't speak highly enough. Graham Arnold has been a servant of this country for so long. And if you speak to the Arnold camp, they'll tell you he's exemplary. Exactly, and but he's done 10 years of travelling. He's yeah. just got himself sorted back home, and I reckon he probably wants to stay for oh, another no, three no. If you gave it to Graham Arnold, Graham Arnold will pack his bag now I and head to the airport. Ange gets it. Uh, and Popper and Arnie have a role in the whole mix somewhere. Well, yeah, but you've got to keep the domestic competition uh, buoyant yeah. as well. World Cup. The Wallabies lost yet again to the All Blacks in the third and final Bledisloe test in Dunedin. Of course, it was a dead rubber, this time to the tune of 41-33. But many saw some very positive things, and, of course, the form of Quade Cooper, from a personal perspective, I thought was an indicator that things may be trending Finally, in the correct gonna, line. If a team scores 41 points against you, you are not going to win too many test matches. I'll tell you that for starters. No, that's a fair point. Um, yes, they scored 33, but they were down by 30 to something at half-time, so it was uh, put the lights out and shut us down. The All Blacks switched it off in the second half. Could have put 60 on us. Don't get carried away with the fact that we were within a dozen or eight points of the All no, Blacks. No, that's fair point. We were not within QE of the All Blacks. Haven't been for 12 years... And don't get excited about it. Quade Cooper kicked a couple of goals yeah, and defended on the front line. 
We, we got excited about Quade Cooper defending on the front line. That's his job. His job shouldn't have been defending out in the wing no, or on the second line. I understand, line. but I, the thing that I get excited about, and I reckon it's been trending for some time, even the defeats, whilst they've been bad, the fact that we're scoring points, we're taking chances... So you've been with North no, Melbourne no, too long. No, no, let you're, me... You're, you're now... Uh, we're playing some exciting rugby. Oh, we're rubbish. We're falling down the breakdown. Some One appalling, of them was an innocent Some hauling, handling mistakes. But let me tell you, the more chance, the more audacious or daring we get, the more likely that will come up. And one day when it all clicks, let me tell you, it's like a little pebble in yeah. its embryonic stage yeah. up at the top of a mountain. And as it rolls down the hill, that little pebble going to gather momentum. And then it's going to go bang! And fall into the water and stop. The Australian MotoGP was held on Sunday, and for the record, it was won by Jorge Lorenzo. But the race had to be shortened to just 19 laps as tyre maker Bridgestone couldn't guarantee tyres would actually last. Uh, they also had to change bikes. One bloke forgot to change his bike, got in trouble. <laughs> it was a farce. I tell you I what. Think I think the most exciting thing was well, not exciting, the poor old bird got caught up in the motorbike. That wasn't very exciting. I tell you, the most exciting thing was if you went up the Gippsland Freeway Highway, which I was coming back one day, there was three million bikes of a different... Uh, Harleys. Harleys. <laughs> and there were that many police cars. But anyhow, let me tell you, I never thought I'd say this. Did you ever drive a But I a think the boy? time might have come for our major events to look very closely and handball something to Sydney. Because that was absolutely fascinating what transpired over the weekend. What, what does Sydney want the, this? If you don't fact, want it, why don't we? What oh, do we well, want? they might do make a fish. You're looking for a major event. But to have relayed the surface, you know, weeks or a couple of days oh. beforehand, and then to have tyres that weren't conducive to the surface, and then to sort of it's turn only around. It's laps. It's and, like a 100 metre dash. Exactly. They were going to almost they were contemplate it at one stage turning into a 214 lap race. Now, what is that? We do more in a go-kart track than a <laughs> Moto GP. That's pathetic. It's we true. used to. I used oh. to ride go-karts. A big go-kart. And uh, it was just farcical. It might be time to have a close look at that Mate. and probably handball it. So, Barry O'Farrell, if you're watching and you're looking for a major event, you may want to start at the bottom end of the uh, food chain, grab the GP. I don't know, we'd race it up and down Pitt Street. There's no-one hanging around there. Let me tell you, if you are in a go-kart, it wouldn't be called a go-kart. It would just be called yeah. a cart because it wouldn't be going anywhere. Oh, beautiful line, Rusty. Oh, oh, oh. That's the headlines. <laughs> Next up, Mike Cockles here to talk all things football. Oh. That includes the A-League soccer is what else, whatever else we can think of. Yeah, you're going to no, sue. I'm not allowed to whack you. I'll be suing after that. No, that's a good whack. I'll be, I'm looking One for a HA department. 1-0, me. That's absurd. Why wouldn't it... A couple of weeks into the A-League, the Socceroos are front and centre of the sports pages. The coach got the wrist so time for a chat with our football commentator and writer for the FFA's own website, Michael Cockrell. So we Extraordinary, should get, I might add. <laughs> should get the inside mail. Are you writing something tonight, tomorrow, that says <clears throat> Ange Postacoglu is the new Socceroos coach? I don't think coach? it'll be that quick, guys. I don't think it'll be that quick, but I would imagine it's imminent. Um, you know, obviously he's the man that the FFA want, yep. and that's probably the right call in a lot of ways. We've got some good local coaches in the A-League. You know, we've talked Graham Arnold, Tony Popovich, but mm. for a lot of reasons outside the pitch, Ange Postacoglu ticks a lot of boxes, so the FFA is going to go hard on him. There'll be an issue with Melbourne Victory in terms of compo and, and what they expect to get fair? out of it. Is that fair enough? I think it's fair enough. This is, you know, a business discussion. I mean, the, the Ange Postacoglu is, is another two years on his contract, so... You know, at some stage, there's going to have to be some of those types of discussions. And if we can get those discussions done and dusted, he could be the Socceroos coach by Friday. He might have even coached the Melbourne Victory for the last time. Is it a fait accompli in your mind? No, it's not because, you know, what I happens... Was, uh, the reason I asked, because Timmy Cale came out, yep. he was lavishing in his praise yep. of uh, Popovich. Yes, he was. Who's had an enormous career in coaching, not only with the Wanderers, but he did, did coach Crystal Palace. So he's had European experience. 
Will that stand for anything? Will he's, will oh, he's, look, he's uh, a candidate, Sam. Look, he's a candidate and so is Graham Arnold. But will Arnold. Kiwi Kale's words uh, carry much weight? Uh, no, not so much because, let's be honest, one of the issues, once the new coach is appointed, is what you do with the senior players. Yeah. And, you know, some of those senior players are probably in survival mode. Yeah. So I don't think that'll actually count in terms of the decision being made. What happens after that is another story. Well, no doubt one of his charters will be to rejuvenate the uh, current squad and contemporise it like every other country has. Should have yeah. happened by now. Yeah, it should have happened, but it has. But the, the, and the thing about Ange is he's got a track record of doing that, and so too has Arnie. Yep. Um, Popper's probably got a, a less of a track record because we've only really had the exposure in the last 12 or 18 yep. months. So with Ange and Graham Arnold, Arnie's been there. Ange is new. It's probably a hiding the nothing for him, isn't it? Well, he was with the youth team and uh, for yeah. about three or four years, or maybe five years, actually. Oh, a long time. And a lot cop, of guys with the youth... Copped a beating, yeah, actually, yeah. but... Um, you know, he did serve an apprenticeship, if That's you like, with international football. He's gone back to club football and done wonders with Brisbane Royal Melbourne Victory. Looked like they're going to have a great season. He's a big loss for Melbourne Victory. To me, personally, Arnie and can't split him. Both got a lot going yeah. for them. So who gets the victory job, just as a matter of interest? Well, Kevin Muscat will probably end up uh, as, oh, yeah, as okay. at least interim coach. He'll be caretaker. A caretaker coach. coach. He then is I'll Melbourne Victory. Muscat, yeah. it is about time that he stepped up the Tell plate. Tell me, more importantly, uh, whoever gets appointed... You know, the emphasis won't be on the short term, surely. They can't recover from the uh, enormity of losses in, in recent times to Brazil and both France. But they'll get through the World Cup as best they can, but the long-term charter, the parameters will certainly be extended in terms of development. Well, it's not that long-term because six months after the World Cup, the Asian, we've got the Asian Cup, Asian which, is, Cup yeah. which is a massive tournament. And this team should have been regenerated by now with that in mind. We're in January 2015. We've got the Asian Cup here in Australia. Which is massive, you're we right. We need to put in a big shift. And, and this yeah. coaching appointment is as much about that as it is about Brazil next year. i uh, got to be impressed with Brisbane, what they did. Uh, no uh, Bechart and uh, obviously no Del Brescia, Piero, yeah. but they were just fantastic. Oh, look, they're a benchmark team again. Look, I saw them in pre-season a couple of times. Just what a sight. And uh, whether they can keep it up, there's some whispers going around they might have peaked too early. Their form is it's too <laughs> good at this stage. Yeah. Well, we're only two early. rounds in. Yeah. You know, let's see what Give happens in the back half of the season. There are, there are other coaches going on about how, look, don't worry, we'll, we'll get them covered at the back end of the season. We'll see. They've just got depth everywhere. So Matt McKay's a great when, signing. Where does Sydney stand? I can't understand. <laughs> you know, Del Piero took them, to, yeah. took them to Italy. They played six games. Yep. They won one, drew one and lost four, got slaughtered. It was evident then they need the striker. And here they are, two weeks into the season, Prina comes out and says, we're short of a striker. Who does the thinking there? Look, it's torture being a Sydney FC fan. I'm not one. Obviously, I have to be neutral. But, like, gee, they, they put you through the mincer, don't they, Sydney FC? It's been nine years but now. But, I mean, that's fundamental stuff. It is. And uh, you know, one of the issues around Sydney FC, basically, is that there never seems to be a strategy about their recruiting. You know, they, they seem to band-aid with their recruiting all the time. They really have to take a long, hard look and a deep breath and actually start planning beyond next week, next mm. month. But as, as opposed to that, like, I watched Western Sydney Wanderers mm. versus Wellington, and sure, you could argue that there wasn't a full house, but it was Wellington, there was 17,000 plus. And at that 80-minute mark, you, you, would you call yeah, the game? Yeah, I called the game. It right. just is mm. freaky to watch. I mean, it's... The Poznan, yeah, when they all turn their back on the, on the game. And, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, just it is a great well, I actually Merrick, think Merrick, Merrick will do a very good job with he them. He will, and too. Wellington were great, Sam, and uh, yeah. look, don't write them off. But, you know, I actually wonder whether people go to watch the Wanderers who for the cares? crowd yeah. as much as they do for the team. Oh, but who cares? It's when, great theatre. When was the last yeah. time you, you as a commentator, stopped and said, oh, forget about the game for 30 seconds, we'll just... And the director would have said to you, just talk about this Poznan yeah. thing. No, it is, it is amazing. They've added a dynamic, haven't they, that, yeah. that it really has captured the imagination of the people. I think so. I think so. And, um, you know, it's only going to get bigger, obviously. If only the Fury did that when they'd probably oh, still be around. That's <laughs> the subject dear to my heart. It should have never been the Fury, yeah. but, you know, no, hey, I don't no. make those decisions. Um, 
when we talk about uh, football, we've obviously got to talk about the EPL. Mm. Are you at all concerned with Manchester United? Because Kekka's got him in a long-range multi and he's starting to get a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. And obviously, whoever came in after Sir Alex <laughs> yeah. Ferguson was on a hiding to nothing, yeah. he was anointed, yeah. David Moyes, by Fergie. So Fergie's going to back him all the way. Fergie's sitting up there in the director's box and he's, you know, he's fending off all the knives that are coming towards David Moyes. He's going to protect him. He'll give him a bit of time. Obviously, it's not a great start, we know that. And Manchester City, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, you know, Liverpool, they're, they're starting to get a bit of a distance there. But, um, no, no, there's plenty of time. Mike, we enjoyed the chat. Shame was only five minutes. We'll talk to you soon. Next up, Adam Scott's latest win. Late race starts for the Caulfield Cup and the Cox Plate. Are they good or bad? And Sam Stosa, how good is she looking at the moment? What? She's looking good, but is she, who's she beating? She's beating Russians and Italians. Yeah. Welcome back to our show. Time for Something or Nothing, where we have a topic and we decide it's a big deal mm. or no deal at all. Ah. Adam Scott won the PGA Grand Slam of golf, which means he's got the whole myriad of colours. Yes. The gold jacket, the green jacket and that ugly pink one. Except? What? Phil Mickelson didn't turn up. <laughs> didn't turn up. So was the whole thing something or nothing? I'm saying it's something. Oh, so do I. Only because I think conceptually it's somewhat dubious, the concept. Mickelson didn't turn up, so he played against Rose. He played against... Oh, Podrick Harrington, they put him in. He's about, well, he won it the year before. OK. All I'm just saying... The reason I think it's something is because it's further endorsement of Scott coming back and holding his own and really belonging at the top of the pile. But is it, because is there was the a concept, question mark over his psychological... Is the concept something or nothing? They might no, come up, they all give him an appearance. No, I think the concept's fairly ordinary. I don't, conceptually, I think it's ordinary. I think ordinary. it's something because, guess what? what? He's the first person to ever hold all three. And he's also he also came from three shots behind, remember? Yeah, but the notion of having a four, what do you, whether you play match plays it or best ball? I don't know how it's all worked yeah, out. How it's all worked out. It's a bit of a Mickey he Mouse contest. It, but I think the fact that he's... Uh, if he, he lost it, it was nothing. But because he won it... No, something. no. I Australia think is showing some very strong form in the current one-day series in India. What about Faulkner? Day after Faulkner wins the Caulfield he, Cup, he hits 100. Yeah, and he won't make it. Uh, so is this something or nothing for the Ashes coming up next month? Oh, look, I think it's similar to the previous uh, concept. I, I think it's something, but uh, really don't look too far into it because I think it's just a further psychological boost that they can overcome a few humps, a few hurdles. You know what they've got? They've got the mojo back. Some of those guys well, are exactly. going to play Test cricket. Yeah. Phil Hughes is going to play, Haddon's going to play. Faulkner could bat number six. No, he won't. Faulkner won't Or play. number seven. Faulkner could be your, your smoking but it the was whole good. thing. But it was it's very good. It's great. What about Mitchell Johnson rocketing them down? It just gives us a bit of oomph, a bit of spirit. A bit of something to play with well, going yes. forward. From that perspective, yes. totally agree with you. It's just what you need. Totally you, agree with you I mean, from that point of view. It's I... better than getting beaten. Winning is better than losing. Uh, winning's uh, Speaking infectious. of losing and winning, Caulfield Cup has been run and won by Faulkner. The Cox Plate is next up this weekend. And in a change, well, half change, because the Cox Plate was last race last year, they are the last races of the day. Now, it comes around about just before six. <laughs> by the time the presentation's <laughs> happening, everybody's yeah. also gone yeah. home. So there's no real atmosphere. Oh, is it a... something or nothing? It is nothing. You'll say something. Why? And I'll tell you for why. Why would I say something? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you why it's nothing. Look, you can understand the reasoning behind it all. It's purely bottom lines, spreadsheet... To get... To the commercial world, 
to get the patrons to stay for the duration of the period. And to get the Asians betting on the race. And to fill the pools but and to do all those wonderful things from a bottom line perspective. Yes. Does it detract from the spectacle and does it affect the horses? Not really. I'm no. just saying it's something for a couple of reasons. There, it, does lack, it does lack a little atmosphere at the end of the day, but I understand you, don't play, the you, don't, play the, you don't play the grand final and then play a game after. It's the, it's the penultimate. I understand. It's the ultimate. I understand. Penultimate. But... It just lacked something, and that's why it's something. No, it, all it lacks is some of the poor behavioural pattern that evolves. Last week, Sam Stoza won the Japan Open. This week, made the final of the Kremlin Cup, but unfortunately, she lost the final. So is her good form something or nothing head into the Australian summer well, of tennis? Well, it's totally nothing. You and I both agree. For the simple reason... She's look, done it before. It's like everything else that we've discussed today. It uh, has got its good point. Because she's winning, she's psychologically winning. it does her some good. good. But the reality is, you got to look at the caliber no and the quality of opposition. Who, was there oh, Serena Kuznetsova. playing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you played Kuznetsova. has been around for 25 years. You and I nearly beat her. She won the. Uh, she won over in Japan. Played. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Kaplan. I just. Thingamajig. Uh, uh, Something or other. At the moment, all three of those girls. No, but they're not even ranked. Hardly ranked. They are Russell. Truly. Sorry. So you got to put it in its perspective. The fact she's I'm being winning. Rude. It's going to do a. Uh, it's nothing. I agree with it's you. It's going to do. I agree with everything you didn't say there, but it's right. nothing, because it you means got no idea. until she wins down here in front of us when she won no. this. No. Yes, I until agree. she beats someone of standing. Exactly. And some reputation, then we'll acknowledge that she's back in I... the interim. It's nothing. And that's done. done. Next up, happy time. The big finish. Our sporting bet, best bets of the week. Who's going to win the Cox Plate, big fella? Oh, it's a moral. Happy birthday this week to Archie Thompson from my beloved Melbourne victory. He's 35, and do you think he's one of the soccerers who may have played his last game no, for Oz? No, I reckon Ange will have him front and centre uh, when he gets the gig, and also uh, plenty of others. I think the old blokes have got a, a place, uh, a role Rush, to fill. Move on, you've no idea. Happy anniversary None this of... week to Andre and Steffi, my two favourite people in the world of tennis, got married 12 years ago at the uh, Elvis Presley Mansion in Las Vegas or whatever it was. Only their mothers were the guests. Wouldn't you like to have a pond full of those tadpoles? And happy trails to the Brisbane Lions, Simon Black. He retires after 300-plus games for Brisbane, a Brownlow medalist, a Norm Smith medal, three flags. What about that for a CV? And a ripping bloke as well. Good now bloke. for the big finish, the World Series teams have been decided in the Nationals. St. Louis Cardinals up against my Boston Red Sox. Oh, <laughs> Every favourite in the world. Happy as my This man. year's International Rules Series is underway with Ireland winning Game 1 against the Australian Indigenous All-Stars. In a very emphatic manner, I might add. Game two is this week in Dublin. And nobody gives a fat rats. So reports are emerging that within the next decade, the fourth golf major, the USPGA, could be played in various countries, including Aussie. What do you think of that? I like the uh, thought. What's the odds? 100 to 1. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the it's Week. It's a done deal for me. Sporting Bet Think Cab K can win one with uh, Fiorente. And that is it. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Go to sportingbet.com.au for all the latest odds. I'm Russell Barwick. And I'm, as always, Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, our sincere condolences to all the fireys out oh, there, yes. all the people that have lost property and their homes. We really feel Stay for strong. you. Stay strong. We are a nation. We're thinking of you. You know it makes sense. We love you. Well said.